You know when you're set, everyone get ready here, everyone's in places. And action. Kudos. I actually did direct that project. It has like probably getting close to over 10 million views now. You don't go from nothing to Phil Wickham, <laughs> no, man. I, no. I, that's God. It's all about serving the team wildly so that they in turn serve the production, which then in turn serves the artist. Yeah. I grew up in this really like creatively protected environment, I think. And my dad did a really good job of shepherding that because he had a really unique perspective on life. What's up guys? My name is Ben Gluntz and this is the Created to Create podcast where we talk all things creative, all things business. And today we have Noah Taher on the podcast. He is a film director and a DP in the Hello. Christian music industry. He's based in Huntington Beach, California, and has worked on mid to high level projects ranging from music videos to live performances to documentary work for artists like Phil Wickham, for Brandon Lake, Cody Carnes, Carrie Job, Chris Tomlin, just to name a few. In a world of unoriginality and lack of inspiration, Noah brings a spark of pure genius and ingenuity to every production he's a part of. Wow. He's one of my closest friends, and it's a privilege to sit down and chat with him today. So I hope you all are as excited as I am to learn a few things from him. So, Noah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ben. You're hey, welcome. Guy. Hello, everybody. You got any hobbies? <laughs> um... <laughs> catching flights on time <laughs> yeah yeah uh we're a couple minutes away from me needing to catch an uber to the airport which uh, is the beauty of this i think like we both are always on the on the move traveling yeah. on the go to give you all a perspective we're in bali indonesia right now right. which is pretty wild to even say i mean it's perfect because traveling really is like a hobby of mine mm. i spend a lot of time with ben traveling yeah. i love photography when traveling because yeah. photography when traveling is a totally different thing than like directing a like, I find a different enjoyment. Mm. feels like a different hobby. Yeah. So the traveling, the food, the experience of people, it's like... It's relaxing This is This is one of my hobbies. So thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Of course. We're going to rapid fire some questions in here today and just kind of move this thing along. But um, hopefully it'll be uh, helpful to people and encouraging to people. And yeah, yeah. we'll learn a few things. Yeah. So tell me one interesting thing about you that a lot of people don't know. I'm pretty vocal about this, but um, my like favorite fun fact or dip thing that might make me a different person, uh, my dad is from the Middle East. I grew up in the okay. USA. Mom's American. Love them both dearly. Where in the Middle East? He's from an island called Bahrain. Oh, okay. Uh, it's in the Persian Gulf. It's a small island. Um, but it's like so awesome having a father that raised me with like well, when I was a kid, sometimes I would think like, oh, this is embarrassing. He doesn't really know how to be an American dad because he didn't know how to be an American dad. I love you, dad, so much. What is an American dad? I don't even know the TV show. Um, but like having that gave me so much creative permission, creative freedom um, to see the world differently. Mm. Whether I was being bullied or being adored for having like some different way of doing mm. things, it gave me a lot of permission to just dismiss the status quo, I think. Um, I was homeschooled growing up. I was, I was a musician growing up. Uh, I was a nerd video game kid. <laughs> I learned how to edit videos doing Call of Duty montages. Oh, no way. So That's something I didn't even know I, yet. Yeah, it's just like I grew up in this really like creatively protected environment, I think. And my dad did a really good job of shepherding that because he had 
a really unique perspective on life. Mm. And um, his story is a, is a story for a different time, but I'm really thankful for that. So that, mm. that background gave me a different worldview and a different creative outlook, I mm. think. So, yeah. And kind of catapulted you, it seems, into what you do now. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I went from playing guitar, doing all this stuff, to being excited about the opportunity to move to California to play guitar for mm. a worship team there, do some ministry there. Um, the Circa Riders, if anyone knows of them, they're mm. awesome. They've gone on to be a massive, a massive part of like branding The Send, um, which is a large missionary kind of movement that points people towards mission fields around the world and mm. more. Yeah. Um, but to have an, a foot in the expression of music with them was awesome. But what God really did is take me through that and then plug me into the filmmaking side mm. and the creative side of that. So what Which went from is like where this, your career has yeah. really exploded. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I learned so much from, you know, like shout out to Andrew Boyer, just mm. the video director of that spot. Like he, him and, and then another guy by the name of Joseph Shaw have had, were in that seat, in that sphere with me. And yeah. those are the two guys that I probably have learned the most from, and they've given me the most chances. And in turn, um, now that God is blessing something that I'm doing, which is wild, um, <laughs> I love bringing them into it yeah. anytime that I can. Two very talented and very well-respected men. Insane dudes. And so, yeah. yeah. And to be able to like gain a lot of knowledge from them and for them to be so open and share, I think that's a really cool even aspect to create a community and the ability to find that genuineness in people. So yeah, yeah. I, that's super awesome. Um, what does it feel like to be one of the most trusted film directors in the Christian music industry? It's just a weird feeling because it doesn't really feel like that's what's happening. What does it feel like? Um, it just kind of feel like God ushered me down uh, a road that was of him. Mm. This is something that like, you know, the guys and I toss it around all the time, but Ephesians 3.20 in the Bible says that God is able to do immeasurably, immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Yeah. yeah. And when you put yourself in the box of a dream you might have versus just a path that God has, I don't know, it just it exploded. It wasn't anything that I tried to do. I, I met Phil Wickham in January, I think, of 2021 mm -hmm. as a behind-the-scenes shooter at his music video for House of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the immediate relationship and chemistry between me and Phil and his manager um, didn't make me think, oh yeah, like I'll be directing his music videos next <laughs> album. But like, it was like, it was evident. And some of the context came from the preparation of time that I spent with circuit riders where I was working as a self-funded missionary in a sense um, mm. for three years. And yeah. so leading into that was all this sacrifice and all this time and all this I don't know. So meeting Phil in that moment and then for them to be like, hey, we want you part of our team for a, a season um, of, of, you know, going on tour with them and then to ask me to direct my first music video with Phil, which was crazy. Mm. I remember being so nervous. I was like, Phil, how, let's, let's... how many music videos had you directed before that? Like maybe one for a friend. <laughs> like <laughs> you don't go from nothing to Phil Wickham, no, man. I, no. I, that's God, you know? That is. So I remember the nervousness of being like, and I still feel this, but like, I was like, Phil, this is awesome. Like, I'm so unbelievably flattered that you're asking me to direct a music mm. video. And in my head, I'm trying to be professional, but I'm also freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, let's like, so that I don't die. Like, let's hire another director. I'll DP this. Like, let me hold the camera. Let me edit it. Sure. Yeah. But to be the director scared me a lot, um, especially because I knew that it meant that in the run and gun 
project we were looking at doing, I was going to produce it too. Yeah. Um, and well, I'll even yeah. interject and, and say, and like testify a little bit to that character that you have. I think being in a position like that and realizing, Hey, this is above me right now. I have belief and faith in myself that I can get there. And clearly they do too, but this is above me. Let me step down, humble myself and put myself under the direction of another person so that this project can be the best that it can be. I think that right there is even a quality of a good director is someone who knows their role well and is able to do it. So even in not directing that project, you still knew to direct yourself to the right position. And I think that's a great start to any type of leadership is knowing your role. So well, I actually did direct that project. And you has, did. it has like probably getting close to, it's over 10 million views now. It's one of his most viewed music videos from that season, which is Crazy. weird. And how many videos have you directed since then? About a dozen for the likes of Brandon Lake and Phil Wickham. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're under the same management a guy named Brandon Breitenbach. He's an amazing manager and takes them to the next level, takes me to the next mm. level constantly yeah. through challenges, not only just handing us a good hand, but like handing us an impossible one and then being like, yeah. I'm going to tell you, you can do this so that we can go do more things that are impossible yeah. together. Yeah. And that's, what's crazy about that guy. And I love him. And I love that. I love it. So uh, man, after shooting that many videos, what does it take to be a good director? I constantly feel the same way about the first project when I was like, Hey, let's hire a different director. I, don't know if I, I even as a more experienced director than then more experienced producer than then it's like, I just went back to the drawing board and was like, I don't know how to be the best director, dude. Like some of the people I look up to and like the Vimeo staff picks guys and like you're looking <laughs> at stuff that's just so mind blowing. The A24 films that are so well curated these days is like, I don't know how to make stuff that looks like that. I, I'm learning and like, I want to get there and the creative abilities within me are growing. But the one thing I knew that I could do well, um, that I've just decided to defer to focus to that because if the creative thing is just going to fulfill this, which is just from the story perspective, it's like, Hey, my favorite part ever about working with Phil and Brandon is they write these songs of worship out of convictions yeah. in their own life. And I get to see that. I get yep. to see that happen. And so if the video can just serve that purpose of encouraging churches that this is a song that people are connected to, that Phil's connected to, how can I make it feel genuine? Mm -hmm. You know, that's all taken care of. I work really collaboratively with Brandon and with Phil and that's unique. And I love that. And it allows me to then take a step back and have like multiple hats without hurting the production. Like I'll produce in part, I'll direct, I'll DP a lot of times. And the closeness of all those roles and, and being in that is very collaborative. Phil and Brandon are both hands-on in these productions. They don't necessarily just show up to it all crafted. We all work together mm -hmm. on it in the ideating and coming up with that. So then I, I'm just like, okay, well, if I don't have to be this like, and maybe one day that I, I will, but I just, this artsy director that has these insane visuals that blow people's minds, yeah. it's like, well, let me just do a couple of things to make sure everything looks good. Good cameras, good lights, good team. And then the team, it's like, that's yeah. what it's all about and, and serving them. So from the call sheet and the way that I color, cur like color code things and like mm. very carefully place parking instructions and, and, and talk to people about invoicing and, and budgets and like just super openly and, and honestly, it's like, that's what God, that's what Jesus would do, I think, mm. um, is just be the most honest leader possible and, and know that I'm serving the production. And as a director, I'm not this like 
top of the totem pole dictator of, hey, this is how we're going to make stuff look cool because yeah. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, all these talented people and this talented artist decided to trust me with like putting this together. So yeah. all I'm doing is serving. The privilege to coordinate skill and talent yeah. in a team. Yeah. Yep. That's beautiful. Yeah. So it's, it's really all about the team. And it's mm. like the people that I've gotten to know, um, it's all about serving the team wildly so that they in turn serve the production, which then in turn serves the artist. Yeah. And in my context, that has been like the most important part about feeling confident at all in a production mm. environment. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if there's ever been a creative concept that I really have felt like, oh, wow, that was... Well, there's, there was one I finally kind of got there where I was like, oh, like we did something kind of cool. Like I looked around and thought, this is crazy. Which one was that? Um, Brandon Lake, Coat of Many Colors. Mm. Um, that was shot in a quarry. Correct? Shot in a rock quarry that was out of reach logistically to shoot in, but God made it work. And um, that was a was, one day shoot. It was really cool. One day shoot, 90 degrees. Yeah. Had a trailer brought in, built everything. I mean, to people that do film set work, like that's nothing, but like. It was just a lot of work for me to produce that, direct that. For a smaller that. budget. Smaller budget, for sure. Smaller team. So, yeah. yeah. Can you speak really quickly about how important community is to you and how important finding yeah. genuine, unconditional community? This is probably the perfect about. way to wrap this up yeah. because I'm having to ask my good friend Ben <laughs> to cut this interview short so I can properly assess my I want to talk for hours man I want to talk <laughs> for two hours to the airport in time. I feel like Casey Neistat used to do this stuff all the time <laughs> that's awesome I love Casey Neistat community is like something I prayed for um for a long time the moment I moved mm -hmm. to California I knew I was going to need to find like-minded people and I did in the community I moved into and then when I moved out of that community after COVID being circuit riders which they're all still there and I have some of my greatest friends ever in circuit riders um but like knowing that I wasn't spending every day in that collaborative environment with them, um, praying for a new community was a daily thing. Mm. And I know that God gave that to me in the form of like people like you, Ben, people mm. like the guys that I hang out with in California. There's people around the nation, in the U.S. that I hang out with, around the world, Elliot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most important thing to me is understanding that I have people around me that know how to celebrate me mm. without any sort of judgment or thoughts of um i don't know like envious or jealous thoughts it's like if, if i have a win like i want to bring that to the table and be like boys yeah. let's get a drink like let's celebrate yeah. and i want to do that for them too yeah at the same rate as like yo i dropped the ball this production was crap like can someone please like like i just needed to just go watch yeah. a good movie and like hang with the guys and yeah. be like because i just feel like a failure yeah. And so whether I'm coming into a low or a high, I, I think sharing those moments yeah. with the people that matter most to you yep. is part of what has catapulted me into this, like, okay, I can be confident in learning mm. this and not be perfect at it yet. Yeah. And go home and, and know that the most important thing, even before I have a family, like obviously my yeah. parents, brother, sister, but before I have like a wife and kids, like the best thing ever is going home after yeah. an amazing trip like this, after insane production days the best thing is going home and knowing that I can go hang with the boys yeah. or the people that I live with because I've invested in those relationships and they've invested yeah. back into me. And that's where real life yeah. is happening for me. Yeah. And know? it's all about genuine like love and care and knowing the heart too of that person. And I think that's something that like is important in that community. And you touched on it perfectly. Like you need to know the heart of each other so that one, you can celebrate 
in the right way and you can be like yeah 100 percent like you did this like glory to god and oh my gosh like how did you do this like that's crazy yeah knowing your character and then like also like on the bottom end just whoa like i messed up here like i need help i need grace forgiveness whatever it is and to be able to come to each other when we're at broken you know so yeah that's super beautiful um and i couldn't agree more but yeah man i'm living in a season of feeling like i'm in the middle of a lot of answered prayers right now from Mm. friendships to work and and knowing that god is preparing me for something up something coming up and other things and things i wish i could talk about right now it's just it blows my mind and so i hope to have longer combos with you again me too we have a lot to talk about I'm, a, I'm excited for this podcast and I'm excited that you were able to be a part of it in a small way at the moment, but in a bigger way, just from your support of it and your belief in it and um, belief in what God has to do. So, you know, even the fact that we're able to talk for 15 minutes or so and Dang. make this happen, it's it's a blessing and I'm really excited. And yeah, congrats to your episode four on Created to Create. Wild. <laughs> the short one. The short one. <laughs> We'll get a long one. We'll get a three-hour one in season two. Yeah. Normally, I'm the one who can't stop talking. (laughs) Well, Noah, thank you. Um, Yeah, super blessed by you and super excited to see you continue to crush production after production, you know, even if God takes you in a different direction, which he does for all of us. Um, I'm excited to see what you do and how you learn and grow and interact with people. And So thanks for coming on, bro. I hope you uh, catch your flight and – have a safe trip back over the Pacific Ocean. I can't believe I'm saying that right now. I must now. catch my flight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Thanks, that's guys. My camera, Thanks, so guys. Gonna... That's a wrap from this one. Um, <laughs> it was a quick one, but a good one. I got to go uh, shower. Hey, tune in next time. Um, <laughs> tune in next time, and we'll be back with another episode. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>